This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Hey everyone, this is your girl Audra and you are listening to Community where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And I know you guys know every single time I say the exact same thing, but I am over the moon excited with my sister that's sitting here with me. Uh, Young lady, if you would be so kind as to introduce yourself, please. Hey, thank you for having me on Community. Um, First, I just want to say I'm a listener. And my name is Piper Carter, and I am a Detroiter. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Piper Carter, how do we meet, sis? How do we meet? Okay. So, we met through Linda Yellen, Mm -hmm. who has a really, um, like, a really interesting boutique tour company Mm -hmm. um, where she creates these fabulous tours around jazz or you know, just interesting Detroit culture. Mm-hmm. And she had a um, a gathering at her house, or her new, she had moved. So mm-hmm. she moved into Lafayette Towers downtown. Right. Historic Lafayette Towers. Mm-hmm. And she had a gathering of folks. She had some great food. Oh, it was amazing. And she was like, Piper, I've got someone coming. And she's really incredible. She does a lot of work in the community. And I think um, you guys will get along. You should know each other. Mm-hmm. And then you came, right. and you were dressed fabulously. Oh, wow. Thank and you. initially, without talking to you, I thought you were a fashion designer. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that's what okay. I thought. And then okay. she told me about you and what mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. This is really cool. Okay. So okay. that was like 2014. Yeah, about five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so my impression, so Linda Yellen, you know, She's my homie. Mm-hmm. Um, just did the Capitol, uh, Capitol Park tour with her, tested it out. So, uh, yeah, the uh, Feet on the Street tours, um, amazing, amazing uh, business concept. But she told me about you as well. Mm. Andre, you have to meet Piper. Right, right. You must meet her. Yeah. And so um, she told me all the things that you were working on, mm-hmm. and I was really excited to meet you. Um, your energy met mine, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it's been just cool ever since. Right? Yeah, because I feel like if I remember correctly, as soon as we met, mm-hmm. like we just started talking like the whole evening right. about like community and mm-hmm. art and mm-hmm. recycling and mm-hmm. some more stuff. And I was like, wow, this is like super cool to meet a, a black woman that um, is, you know, interested in these types of things like, you know, the environment and art and community and culture and mm-hmm. I was like yeah that's what's up and then you were so brilliant oh wow yeah and so I mirror you right? oh there and you so, go okay um, I'll, I'll receive okay amen amen yeah, I receive so community what what does community mean to you Piper you are connected to so many things and I can't wait till we get to the segment where you get to tell the world what you're working on but what does community mean to you well you know what's interesting I'll tell you a quick story mm-hmm. um when so I was working with young people mm-hmm. at a couple of um, Detroit public high schools a couple of years ago. And at the beginning of the, like, you know, 18 months program, mm-hmm. um, you know, just came in, I was doing this like 
photography and media program with them Mm -hmm. and teaching them photography and then using community as like a focus and then, um, you know, just wanting them to have positive Mm self-identity, you know, wrapped in that. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because the kids were like, I ain't no community. (laughs) And immediately I was thinking like, huh. But um, digging a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. you know, they, to them, community was like, when they heard that word, right. it was like police in the community, crime mm. in the community, drugs in the community. Mm. And then the various people that they had seen working in the community mm-hmm. were, were, were maybe like religious leaders who right. weren't, um, you know, living up to what, you know, they were saying right. or politicians mm-hmm. who were doing the same you know, so, so hypocritical type for hypocritical. But yeah. um, I kind of use that example mm-hmm. because to me, community is actually the opposite of that. Exactly. And, yeah. um, you know, the, those young people that I work with after, you know, some time, mm-hmm. we were able to get to a sense of community because it was like, you know, as you work through and build trust and everything and, 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 and we built our own definition and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, us in this room are a community. Right. You know, um, a community could be, you know, the people that you uh, get along with and decide to become your community. Right. Right. It could mm-hmm. be people that you live by or it could be anywhere in the world that you share. Right. Like interests and ideology with and people you build with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I have many communities. Yes, you do. As many of us do. Mm-hmm. But um, and. And one thing that I do as I do community engagement, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I would say community to me is people who work together, mm-hmm. people who have built trust, mm-hmm. people who um, want to, you know, see something, uh, achieve something together, and they make a decision that they're going to do those things together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to stick a pin in that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to take a short break mm-hmm. for our sponsors, and then we're going to come right back, okay? You have a brilliant mind. Projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. BW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. Give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your project shines, we smile. Okay, we are back. This is your girl, Audra, and this is Community, and I'm here with my sister, Piper Carter. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> As the kids at Noble Middle School said, she looks like she's 24. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's revert. I'm 47. Hey. Hey. Let's hey. living right, right? Yeah. Sleep well at night. Yeah. So... This next segment, this is when you get to tell, like, all the layers of the things that you are connected to. Yeah. Uh, so this is segment is called What Up Though? Okay. And so I want you to tell. What, what you working on, my girl, Piper? What's, what's going on? What should happen? What's happening? Well, immediately, immediately, mm-hmm. which is in the next month, I'm working with you. Yes. Um, at Noble Middle School with 
um, Kim Shirobi mm -hmm. and the Community Lens Program, mm -hmm. where we have been working with um, Kim, who has the Burwood House mm -hmm. in Community. Right. And it's an open space that's for folks to come and have meetings and things like that. And the young people live in the neighborhood. They also go to school in the neighborhood. And we had um, a, you know, nice break with them mm -hmm. when they had their spring break and their winter break. And we're able to take them to see the city council and come here mm -hmm. and do interviews and um, just learn about what's in their community mm -hmm. as well as um, how to use a camera as well as think about, you know, how they want to improve their community. Right. And, um, and then how they can use their voice, right, mm -hmm. to, like, have, have impact on policy or, you know, go to officials and hold them accountable. Right. And that type of thing is the type of thing that I always kind of do. Mm -hmm. um, I, had just, I just came back from Brazil. Yes. Working internationally with international community, mm -hmm. learning from Afro-Indigenous people there how to become self-determined and how they are creating um, self-determined solutions mm -hmm. while they have a government mm -hmm. that is trampling on them and literally, you know, um, attacking them and murdering mm -hmm. black women, black women leadership. Right. Um, and their land is... And is, trying to take their land yeah. and while they try to hold on to their land. Mm -hmm. um, totally working on those types of solutions here in Detroit. Mm -hmm. You know, um, with people like yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and in community with folks like yourself right. who uh, go to community meetings all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> and try to figure out how to get funding for the projects right, mm -hmm. that we do as well as create self-determined ways mm -hmm. that we're not dependent on like a grant structure. Right. And as we think through that. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that's the main thing. I do photography. Like I said, I do community engagement. And currently, the main thing that I'm doing, I just came back from a training in Boston, mm -hmm. learning from, um, it's called a donor engagement group. Right. And it's, it's through Grassroots International. And it's learning, it's with, I'm with a cohort of folks, and we're learning how to be fundraisers. Mm -hmm. And so it's learning how to be fundraisers for our nonprofit stuff that we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but also, just learning how to be self-determined right. with... Um, having an uh, organization and business that's social enterprise mm -hmm. so that um, the business then can feed, you know, the, the community or the nonprofit right. and that it's um, a socially conscious endeavor mm -hmm. so that as we're making money, right. we're also, you know, looking to how what we do impacts our community, yeah, yeah. you know, and how we're, how we're landing in community with the things that we want to do. Right. So, so I want you to put that other hat on though. Which you one? Know, the uh, hip hop. Yeah. So I also have another organization, but yeah. it's same thing. Yes. Yeah, um, social uh, enterprise. Mm -hmm. And that organization is called, we found hip hop. Yes. And that one is like, a combination of artist development, artist management, mm -hmm. and artist booking. Mm -hmm. And it's for adults and teens. Mm -hmm. And I look at it kind of like a workforce development. Yes. Where we train folks how to be entrepreneurs mm -hmm. um, and how to be entrepreneurs that want to do good in the world and give back. Right. And so thinking about the messages that, that they want to put forth, mm -hmm. but also to how they want to do business mm -hmm. so that they have ownership 
and their rights. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're treated well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I help find them gigs in right. like um, community universities at businesses. Mm-hmm. We also do speaking engagements. We also do performances. Um, and so I have a business partner with that, Nina Payne. Yes. And um, long story short is we send out um, to get bookings for these artists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that gathering that you have, is it, because I've been to two, they were in February? So February? we've, so it's March. March, I'm sorry. And, no, it's fine, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's for Women's History Month. Okay, yes. So um, those ones that you've been to are actually the, a little bit bigger version, because mm-hmm. that's like our concert. Let's right. call that like our yearly showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Um, on the mixtape, it's all women, mm-hmm. hip-hop artists. right. And uh, we have an all-woman band mm-hmm. and then different women, um, MCs, right. vocalists, and that kind of thing. And then um, and we, you we produ- have a, You produce that show. Is that, is that yeah, true? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, myself and Nina Payne and Nina produced Payne. that concert. Right. Mm-hmm. As well as um, Mahogany Jones yes. and um, Brittany March, they actually produced the, um, the mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say produce, I mean curate it okay, yeah. um, as well. And then also, too, um, we're, we're, we have a, a conference, you know, that we have for women to um, learn how to be um, or the business of art, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And this year we're going to have a retreat okay. in September okay. at, in Idlewild. Okay, very good. So it's going to be cool, yeah. So if someone wanted to follow that particular... Uh, like the music? The, the music. And, yeah. And, and we, we found hip-hop and mm-hmm. all of that. They want to follow that. Yeah, it's on wefoundhiphop.com. Mm-hmm. We found hip-hop um, on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And also we found hip-hop on Facebook. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss Piper. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go into the segment of the show that I love, I love asking this question. Um, It is a nod to the movie Brown Sugar. And so I want to ask you, Piper Carter, how old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? Honestly, I want to say probably forever. Like since since before my birth. Mm -hmm. Um, But as my... Family says when you were just a gleam in your father's eye. <laughs> but um, because I have to proudly say mm-hmm. that my parents are from Black Bottom. Yeah. And historic Black Bottom. My mm-hmm. mom um, grew up, my mom's born in 1945. My dad's born in 41. Mm-hmm. My grandparents came here, obviously, for the auto industry like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And my mom is from um, Detroit's historic Black Bottom. Yes. And so she went to Eastern High School, mm-hmm. where everybody went to Eastern High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather was, um, what my mom would say, um, an industrial businessman mm-hmm. and had several home-based businesses. Okay, that's good stuff. <laughs> and he is a mathematician. <laughs> and also, yes. you know, yeah. had, had several of these types of businesses. Okay. And so... Um, he, you know, was uh, a Garveyite and yeah. um, my grandmother marched with King mm-hmm. when he did the first march on Washington. That was the practice march. Yes. No, I'm sorry. He did the first march that was the practice march for the march on Washington yes. that Grace Lee Boggs organized mm-hmm. when they went down Woodward to Cobo. Right. 
And so, um, you know, my my family was just, you know, Detroit, Detroit. And so mm-hmm. my mom actually was the first accounts payable at Motown. Outstanding. And so if you go to the Motown Museum right now, mm-hmm. there's a time card thing. Mm-hmm. And there's one time card in the time card slot. Mm-hmm. And it's my mom's. Okay. Excellent. And um, so I grew up with all types of Motown in the house. Mm-hmm. The music, but right. also the, the stories. Yeah. So I know everybody a little dirt and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. but it 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 molded me yeah. in terms of like culturally because Motown music would just always be playing all through the house. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, shoot, all, my entire life, so I've just, just really been proud of being Detroit yeah. because that was like a a thing that was like special and amazing. And mm-hmm. I was born in 72 mm-hmm. and 72 was the year that Motown moved to LA. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in a home where people were like, you know, Barry Gordy shouldn't have never sold it. And it was, you know, blah, 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 blah. So right. it was just a very Detroit experience. My grandmother's in the union, yeah. a teamster, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My, my uncles, everybody's in the union, yeah. you know, everybody believes in union. So mm-hmm. it's just a very Detroit house. It's, in your DNA. From my DNA. My yes. grandfather had a new Cadillac every year. Yeah. So it's very Detroit. Yeah. Up and down the block. Right. You know, um, then dances that we used to do, making yeah. them routines, yeah. going to operation, get down, yeah. getting the free lunch, the right. free chocolate milk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get all uh, that. All that. Yeah. Uh, Bob Lowe every right. summer. Edgewater. The dance contest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just very Detroit. Right. Um, and so that, for me you know, is something that is like a culture that you could only experience in the 70s, if that makes sense. I feel like the crack era, I always split things up like, you know, pre-crack and post-crack. Right. And I feel like the pre-crack era of Detroit was was the hood. It was the scene. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like It was amazing. It was amazing. So you had all types of characters everywhere. And, you know, it wasn't till post-crack mm-hmm. that people started being embarrassed about Detroit or right. feeling some sort of negative ways about right. Detroit. Right. But that for rich me, culture. Detroit rich is like just, uh, you know, just, come on now, George Clinton and Funkadelic, like that was recorded here. Yes. And I teach, even remember teach the, the 45, yes. One Nation Under a Groove. Yes. When my big cousin brought that Mm -hmm. and was like, hey, listen to this new sound and put that 45 on. And my entire family, because, you know, everybody was at grandma house, 50 million cousins in the living room. Earl Flynn and going down the Soul Train line. (laughs) (laughs) Losing their minds. Losing their minds. We had never heard anything. And just playing that record over Over and and over and over and over. over. Yeah. Yeah. Or even all the labels, right? Like right. the Gordy label right. that like Rick James was on mm-hmm. or like just, you know what I'm saying? Just like knowing the differences between that, right. the arguments in my house about mm-hmm. who played on what and right. who wrote what that's and so just knowing that type of deep knowledge. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like for me, that's that, that's Detroit. Right. The dramatics. The dramatics. You know what I'm saying? Just like. My name is Squirrel. <laughs> Best shaker in the world. <laughs> Shake it on down. Take it down to the ground. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, that's Detroit. Yes. That's yes. Detroit. You know yes. what I'm saying? My uncle was in RJ's um, latest, latest arrival. arrival. 
Oh my! So I remember when he would come home and be practicing and singing mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which later, you know, RJ was, you know, managed. They that's where Jay Dilla was managed. You know, Coney Gardens, and that's where my cousins and stuff were from Coney Gardens. Mm-hmm. So like, like Detroit is just all through my family, my DNA. I just love Detroit, yeah. and even now, fighting mm-hmm. for our culture, fighting right. for spaces like Detroit is different. Mm-hmm. You know, even you know, just appreciating the work. That people like you are doing, like, you know, struggling with people to convince people that that we matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 sis, we're going to go back a little bit to what up, though, again. Because yeah. Jay Dilla. So yeah. talk about your event. Talk oh. about what you, the work that you do around the Jay Dilla. The youth event, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, I have this event been doing like about eight years. It's called um, Dilla Youth Day. Mm-hmm. And it's basically dedicated to um, STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, mm-hmm. and connecting the historic legacy of a Jay Dilla, who's a hip-hop figure mm-hmm. from Koenig Gardens, who dropped out of Pershing High School and would go over Amp Fiddler, the historic Amp Fiddler's <sighs> house who was mm-hmm. in his neighborhood who was an older brother to these guys mm-hmm. that opened up his home mm-hmm. to teach them the technology of the mpc mm-hmm. and 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 by amp teaching him how to open up that mpc right. he was able to create a sound which is called the j dilla sound yeah. and so utilizing that list legacy and history mm-hmm. to help the next generation um because he was born february 7th and died from lupus on february 10th mm-hmm. um in in he died in 2006 but he's around around my age mm-hmm. um but you know just helping that next generation to connect with black history month right. because uh it, it came out of a lot of things like one just noticing that young people just weren't connecting to a martin luther king mm-hmm. sort of legacy it was so far removed for them mm-hmm. and the way that they were learning MLK, he wasn't the radical MLK. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just wanting them to have a more modern figure that represented hip hop. Right. That was a little bit more like, oh, okay. So there was that. And mm-hmm. then also to um, wanting to celebrate the genius of black youth yeah. and have them have that mm-hmm. be cool. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, culturally around, among young people in our communities, um, it's uncool to be smart or technology or geeky and this type of thing and so just wanting them to have some pride in that Mm -hmm. and um and wanting to dig into that a little deeper and because of the lack of access right to like having you know funding to like get a full scholarship to go to mit Mm -hmm. but wanting them to understand that hey you come from a city where the people you know got the entire world moving. moving yes and so the, we, we come from engineers, mm-hmm. we come from this, and so let's, you know, return to, like, celebrate that. Right. And then wanting the adults who had been a part of the Dilla legacy to connect with the young people and teach them those skills, mm-hmm. but then also providing an opportunity for them to give back. Right. You know, so it's a free event, there's free food, mm-hmm. um, the, the different people offer different workshops. Right. It's grown from, like, I think initially we had probably, like, 60 people right. and now there's over like 3,000 yeah. um, different types of stations mm-hmm. we have like speaker making where they learn how to make a speaker out of a sticky note mm-hmm. with like a, a, a battery and some wire and they could connect their phone to it and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a phonograph mm-hmm. you know but but at least they get to see how sound is made right. um, 
DIY synthesizer making, um, beat making, mm-hmm. all the way from like Ableton and all these really expensive programs like Reason and Logic, mm-hmm. all the way to like um, Audacity, which like comes free on like a PC, right? Um, or GarageBand, which comes free with your Apple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, right. but anyway, it's um, it's just an event to connect community, youth, um. And people who just, you know, love arts. Right. And some people just love Jay Dilla. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. And, and, it's, yeah. and it's held at the Charles H. Wright. It's held at the Charles H. Wright Museum. During and the it's month free. Of, yeah. During the month of February. Okay. For Black History Month. Yeah. And yeah, so. And then we do lots of events. Mm-hmm. Like that we, meaning the We Found Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how our events go. Mm-hmm. Like, everything has to cycle back to you know, giving back, right. you know, feeding, feeding one another, mm-hmm. you know, investing in one another. Okay. We're going to yeah. take a quick break. Mm-hmm. We're going to come right back. We're going to stick a pen right there. Okay. Okay. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk to Piper. Okay. Strategic Beautification. Strategic Beautification is a comprehensive consulting, design, and implementation service that begins with the basics. The basics are litter debris removal along commercial corridors. Services are then customized to accommodate the needs of the client. Our corporate culture is to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. We stand on old-fashioned values to lead us into a future that enriches our youth, the region, and the environment. That's Izzy Wisdom. Get involved today by calling 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-I-Z-Z-I-E. Or visit our website at www.izzyllc.com. Okay, we're back. Um, I am talking to my sister, Piper Carter. Uh, the time is winding down, my dear, but I want to talk about like my most favorite event of the summer, African World Festival. Mm. I just feel like it's coming home and reunion and you mm-hmm. run into people who've been in hibernation all winter and it's just a wonderful event and I want you to tell our listeners, how are you connected to that event? Mama Njia Kai, who is the producer of African World Festival and has been, mm-hmm. um, brings me on to organize the fashion show. Yeah. And it's actually her idea. It's called Where Hip Hop Gets Cultured. Mm. And um, it's African-inspired designs mm-hmm. and designers mm-hmm. from the diaspora Yes, um, with live band, like live music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say a cultural um, live music, so it's like hip hop mixed with like a band. Okay. So um, we've had Molly Wap in the past, and I don't know if you've had Malik Yakini on here or Molly Wap. Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. But um, incredible band, mm-hmm. you know, that plays everything from reggae to African music to hip hop to jazz to soul to funk. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing sound, just like. You know, just incredible sound. We've had them. We've had Rain Man. Mm. I don't know if you guys know Rain Man. An mm. incredible drummer from Detroit has played with, you name it, um, all over the world. Um, 
And, you know, we've had Mahogany Jones. We've had the different women in hip-hop. We've had just amazing, amazing talent. Like, mm-hmm. And it's on the main stage on Saturday nights. Right. And so it's a main event. Mm-hmm. It's the headlining event yes. for Saturday night. And so you curate. The, I curate the designers. The designers. And also the um, production of the show. Mm-hmm. Nina Payne mm-hmm. also works on that with me. Okay. Um, doing production. Um, Shouts out to... Um, to Rob Brown mm-hmm. from um, Creative Audio Solutions that that get, does the staging and you know set design and everything and then um, and Ambrose you know Ambrose uh, comes on and does most of our technical and helps us mm-hmm. get designers and makeup and hair and this type of thing and it's a huge production yes. I mean about a hundred models mm-hmm. um, usually somewhere between six to six to ten designers yeah. um, and it's just. It's so incredible. It's so visually amazing. Yes, the is. talent that Detroit has. Yes. And like I said, it's from the diaspora. So mm-hmm. we have um, continental Africans that live here mm-hmm. that are doing their thing. We have um, just, you know, regular black folks. It's intergenerational. Yes. Uh, we make sure that everyone actually has clothing, though. Mm-hmm. So no T-shirt. Like, mm-hmm. it has to actually be, be like clothing. dresses yes. and suits and yes. this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and the tailoring's amazing. The ideas are amazing. It's yeah. stuff you can actually wear mm-hmm. and stuff you can actually purchase. Mm-hmm. And so um, that'll, that's like Sundays. and I mean, Saturdays and Sunday, we always have um, it open so that people can purchase mm-hmm. what they've just seen. Yeah. Or they could connect with the designer right. to see if, you know, um, maybe, maybe there wasn't something there, but they like the style. They want something custom. Mm-hmm. And so it's just... I, I I can't wait for it. She yeah. asked me to come back again. Amen. I'm coming. Yes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yes. And people not. love it. Yes, yes. And they love it so much that like a couple of years it rained mm-hmm. and people actually sat out there in the rain yeah. and watched the show for like two hours. Yeah. And I was is, like, is wow. That, is that spectacular? And when I tell people in the rain, I'm talking about we are outside. Yes. <laughs> on the lawn. Right. And it's not covered. Right. <laughs> so that's how banging the show is. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing, right? Yeah. So let's see what we got for you this year. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay looking mm-hmm. forward to it. So we're gonna wind down, and this this part of the show is a nod to Martha Jean, the Queen. That might be a little oh, bit before goodness. your time. No, no. I, yes. Yes. So, Shouts out. Yes. So Piper Carter, all the things you mentioned, and it's still like seventeen thousand more things that you're connected to. What is it that you do that keeps you inspired? What, what inspires you? Honestly, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am a person who, you know, I was raised in a home of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And so my mom, my grandmothers, my father, my mm-hmm. uncles, my aunts, just everyone around me is funny. Right. Let's just start there. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was always rooted in family and in community. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was always rooted in, um, as a child in church, um, and just having that connection Mm -hmm. to, um, church. I mean, now I would consider myself like Yoruba mixed with Muslim, but Mm -hmm. I still love black Jesus. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. um, for me, I think it's like the black spiritual experience, like the black American spiritual experience, which is beyond church. It's like real spirituality. It's like, you know, making a connection, Mm -hmm. um, Praying multiple times per day, mm-hmm. whether just for gratitude or in fear mm-hmm. or in triumph or in sorrow right. or just, you know, just really being rooted to um, the creator and being just appreciative to me 
um, the more in gratitude that we are, mm-hmm. then the less we'll be upset about things that we felt we should have done or have regret or what went wrong or this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, sometimes we get confused and we think like we're controlling things, but right. really we're not. Right. So just trying to remember like that, you know, there's a higher power that's in total control mm-hmm. and, you know, it could be lights out at any moment. Right. So, um, just being in gratitude, you know, just coming from a, a centered place of gratitude mm-hmm. um, and just trying to remember to like be there. Right. And then if you come off of that, just try to remind yourself to like go back to that. Back to and, um, you know, I'm empowered by music. I'm empowered by, you know, the sunshine, by the rain, by flowers, by the grass. Right. I'm empowered and inspired, you know, just by people, mm-hmm. by, you know, just the people around me. Mm-hmm. And definitely, you know, I'm not going to be like, I don't look at celebrities like I do, mm-hmm. just like everyone else. But they don't, they're not the center. Right. You know what I'm saying? In my universe, mm-hmm. I would say the center of my universe um, is, is the creator. Right. And so just like moving from there and just remembering, you know, that um, we are not doing this whole thing alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then remembering others, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, it's important to be like, oh, and celebrate the genius of others. Right. Because, you know, a lot of people are doing a lot of great things, like yourself, and just being like, oh, that's awesome. And, like, you know, looking at other people to be like, yeah, that's hot. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And just taking inspiration from those things. Because if we don't take the time to really appreciate ourselves and one another, Mm -hmm. we could get wrapped up in, like, this world and then be feeling like we didn't do what we were supposed to do or we're not where we're supposed to be right. when we're exactly where we're supposed to be when we're supposed to be there. Right. And just like honoring that and just taking a couple breaths, be like, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Sis, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming and spending some time with me. Um, I love you with my whole heart. You're beautiful mm-hmm. inside. And I out. receive. <laughs> and I give that love back to you tenfold. Thank you. And it's been an honor to be here because you're such an amazing, incredible person. And to meet your producer, there these are two amazing black women that are here. It's a lot of power over here right now. Amen. So I'm inspired by this. This moment right now is a lot of glow going on. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gold in here. <laughs> Y'all both wearing gold and green too, so I love that. That's like I'm feeling good now. Okay. Well, amen. I I just love you. You inspire me. Your energy, uh, your heart. You have such a beautiful heart, and you have a brilliant mind. You have a brilliant mind, and I'm just so grateful that uh, we get to spend time together, working together at Noble Middle School. So, uh, thank you. And uh, we're gonna say. Goodbye uh, for now and until next time. This is Community, uh, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.